Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week we have a dream from Carly about pregnancy and twins. We also have cat naps that have to do with mannequin home decor, aggressive dogs, and deep, crowded pools. Mm, and we have some cat naps about snake yoga, the number 23, and zebra attacks. We're also reading a dramatic interpretation of a very popular bedtime story. All right, bestie, grab your teddy bear, tuck in, and let's get started. Woo! Okay, here I'm here. Are you here? I'm here. here. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you, and welcome to you too. Thank you so much. Brooke's currently cracking up because I had I have this huge blanket I had to put on my shoulders because the temperature currently in my hometown is zero degrees. <laughs> And I'm in the basement and the heat's off, so I am, like, freezing my little tuchus off. I should just see her stand up in this huge blanket, and I'm like, Woo, what's going on? And I see her wrap, and like, she's got this down. This looks comfy. I am comfy now better. Cozy. I got, I got my blankie. I got my best friend. I got some dreams to Yay. share. Blankies, besties, and mm, bo- bottles of wine. <laughs> BBB. <laughs> That's going to go on a t-shirt. <laughs> it should. It really should. I'm ready. Shall we get this podcast started? Yeah. Okay. I suppose. All right. This is Carly from Milwaukee. It's kind of a nice. short dream, but I thought it's a good discussion piece. And she has some questions, so I thought maybe we could help her suss some stuff out. Sounds good to me. So she starts... I'm a 22-year-old female who's been having recurring dreams of having babies. This has been going on for about one to two years now. I've only ever had a few dreams where I'm pregnant, as for the most part, the dreams are typically me having just delivered and holding the baby in my arms. I'm always in a hospital when I deliver. My brain totally skips the part of the process of pregnancy. <laughs> that's and okay pain to skip that part. I was like, is doesn't everybody? <laughs> Doesn't everybody have to skip that? Otherwise, nobody would have more than one kid if they didn't forget that part. (laughs) Okay. Most recently, I dreamt two nights ago that I had twins, a boy and a girl. This was my very first twins dream. So that's basically all she has for her recurring dream. But she's like, why? What does it mean? Do, Do you think it's an inner child thing? Something else? I have always dreamt of being a mother. Even my therapist actually believes that the moment I become a mother, I will heal some parts of myself. I would say that's true because I feel in my soul I'm a nurturing person and come from a household where there was chronic yelling and emotional abuse. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe this is just a pregnancy dream. Like, is it that? Is it that simple that she just wants to be a mom? But yeah, yeah, nothing is really ever what it really is. No, of course. I not. mean, so if if this is just a pregnancy dream, and it could be because she's talking about it with her therapist, and it could just yeah. very literally be, 
I want kids. I've been thinking about it. But if she's coming from that household that didn't have a lot of support, so maybe she's trying to break the cycle and like her therapist is even telling her. But she's dreamt this for years. It's recurring. So I think she's always meant to be a mom. But I kind of want to know in the dream, this would help me determine like if it's really just like pregnancy related, Mm -hmm. like how the family is reacting in the dream to these pregnancies. And now why twins? is something yeah right (laughs) i thought you might have some things to share only because pregnant people sometimes have pregnancy dreams or even non-pregnant people you know sure twins are involved yeah i think for carly it might have something to do with like like you said having not the greatest upbringing, ha- feeling like that need the nurture need that was missed, and so it's manifesting yeah. itself in a dream where she gets to be the nurturer. Now it's in her control, so to say, whereas right. in the past it wasn't in her control how she was being treated. So now yeah. she's like, well, now this look is my house; these are my rules. <laughs> look at me! Look at me go! I'm, I'm, I'm just speculating here. I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> anyway, did you all of a sudden like get a? degree in this I was going to next the other one I this one right here the one I pointed at last week I got a second degree this week she's getting degrees every week now it's it's easy she's she's fast it's it's easy it's easy it takes no time Uh, as far as the twins thing I think you're right maybe maybe there's a more of a growing need as she's getting older to kind of fill that void or whatever it was in her life to make her feel whole in some way and it Again, it might not have anything to do with having children because it doesn't sound, if, if yeah. I remember correctly, that she's ready or wants to have a child at this point of her life. Yes. Yeah. She says she's always known she wants to be a mom. But it's like you're saying if it's not pregnancy, like what does that mean? Like you mentioned the word growth. And I think I, I had written that down too. Does that, do these pregnancies equate growth or something in another aspect of her life? Like maybe work. Sure. Are these promotions or successes she's had? And She's really trying to move up or it could even be like a new passion that she's interested in. She's just trying to grow personally. But I've often heard that about pregnancy as a symbol in dreams is it could be a, the, the end of a project or the end of oh. of something, a goal you're trying to achieve. Because, you know, yeah. it's like it's a very in, in real life. It's a very scheduled yeah. amount of time for humans. <laughs> yes. It's about 40 weeks, <laughs> give or take. But Mindy's giving us our um, sex talk. <laughs> so when the, the mommy bird, comes. the stork comes, <laughs> that never made sense to me. How did your did your parents ever explain uh, how how babies were made to I you, or is it something you picked up on your own? I think I picked it up on my own. Did you ever have yeah. like the talk? The talk? No. no, 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 no. I think that's I mean, our I remember- Catholic upbringing. Probably if you don't, I if you don't mention it, it, it doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, because I think my mom talked to me once, like, you gotten your period yet? Nope. Okay. And that was like, that was it. Like, <laughs> that was it. Not explaining it or anything, just kind of wanting to touch base. <laughs> like, okay. Um, glad we had that I talk, do- Brookie. <laughs> All done. Now enjoy womanhood. Um, <laughs> I do remember my dad having the talk with me when I was a kid about like strangers and, sure. you know, you shouldn't That's be touched. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, very that's important. important. That's probably the that important is very one. Important. I do remember that, but no, no sex talk, no period talk. We no. got that all in our Catholic school, like in those yeah, books. Yeah, 
I mean, you didn't get the sex talk in there. You got, yeah, you got the you got how your yeah, body changed sex talk. talk. God, the most uncomfortable lessons of of grade school. I remember because yeah, they'd separate the rooms. Did you guys <sighs> get separated? The yeah, girls yeah. would go in one room, and I remember. <laughs> This is terrible, but this is a question I'll remember for the rest of my life. And oh, I God. shouldn't make fun because we we're all learning. Nobody knew sure. any of right. this stuff. She is brave enough to ask girl in class asking okay. about tampons if you had <laughs> if you had to put one in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, it was a legitimate question she, when you're that She age. is asking. She does not There's know. Holes. None of what's new. There's holes. Are we supposed to put them? Everything? Do we have a valid question? All of them? (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) That's too many tampons. Like strings, strings hanging from your nostrils. God. I mean, it would help for a bloody nose. Don't get me wrong. Hey, it's probably been done. I have probably has probably been done. Just a a light day one, of course. A a light day. Yeah, it's just a little one. You got to. I remember when I was, uh, oh, probably. Close to middle school, you know, like fifth, sixth grade. I had said to my mom how I started noticing like hair on my armpits. And I remember her looking me dead in the eye and she's like, do you have hair anywhere else? And I look at her and I go, she did. on my head. <laughs> and that, that was my that was my sex talk right there. That, that was, was that was your that sex was talk. It. Mine was, have you had your period yet? Nope. And yours was, yeah, where else do you have hair? Else? On my head. On my head. We had the two best sex talks ever. <laughs> but even now with like my kids, I understand the importance of letting them right. or having these discussions and knowing right. what safe sex is and right. knowing about protection. And yes, and what's good touches and what's not good touches. And I yeah. wish I would have had that as a kid, but it, it was a different time. But I think going forward, yeah, it's a great conversation to have for parents. It is. It's a tough one. It's a tough yes. one, but it's very important. can be uncomfortable for everybody, it is, but... Yeah, it is uncomfortable. You're right. It's uncomfortable on both ends. <laughs> yeah, it's uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. That was funny. I did not know that That's <laughs> that you didn't have the sex talk either, but it had to be a Catholic no. thing. It must had to be a Catholic thing. <laughs> if you don't talk about it, um, it must not exist. <laughs> Just sweep it under that giant <laughs> Jesus rug. <laughs> That giant Jesus, light that giant Jesus candle. Sweep it under the rug. Just sweep it right under. Sex, what sex? I know we went to Catholic school, but were we like just completely in a different world? Did we not see bad things happening? Because bad things had to have happened, right? But like, I've recently been watching (laughs) Dawson's Creek. Yeah. And I'm watching these kids in high school and they're all in the hallways making out. And I'm like, I don't remember seeing like people making out. I mean, it had to happen. Teenagers are having sex. But like, I never saw that. Did you see that in school? No. Yeah. And even hearing about high school nowadays, maybe it was different at like the public high schools. But I I mean, even out and about, I don't remember seeing like kids hanging off i mean maybe we had those like... giant jesus blinders on we couldn't see we anything bro. jesus it, you could get a two-for-one buy a jesus rug you get a jesus blinder <laughs> yeah and then that's both, how really. you make your you way do. through life and then you get to college you're like oh shit oh the stuff happens stuff is real <laughs> <laughs> what the jesus rug is, is the jesus blinders 
Everyone needs a pair. In case you can't get it all under the rug, you got to put the blinders on to avoid looking at the rest of it. It's a Jesus sale. But it's like all the time. They're either fighting or fucking. Well, so. And that's how, folks, that's how you get pregnant. Just, just. That's how you get pregnant. But yeah. it does go over lots of good topics like that, getting ready to have sex and Which is getting prepared, like getting informed, all that stuff. So you need the information, peeps. I don't know how we got here, but we really, <laughs> we really turned <laughs> this into a PSA today. <laughs> we did. Thank you for joining our podcast. Um, <laughs> if you don't like what we're saying, you don't have to listen. It's that simple. Um, <laughs> easy solution (laughs) (laughs) but if you still listen we love you we do i just wanted to say one more thing about carly's dream Mm -hmm. about the twins is that double the stress and confusion or is that maybe double the success of what's happening in her life Mm. so i feel like we don't really know what's going on it's a progression Um, literally single single pregnancies and then two it's a lot um there's that inner conflict or maybe a decision needs to be made and you're right i did look like dreams about twins can mean also like just opposite viewpoints or a need for balance or even just bold changes so like we were saying maybe she's just going through something yeah 22 you're still you're still figuring shit out i mean 22 come on so yeah you're, you're feeling you're feeling it you're getting it you're understanding it but there's i mean i don't know i'm speaking from personal experience I did not yeah. know a lot about the world at 22, although I did have my first child by 22. So, yeah, I grew up real fast, real fast. <laughs> you said that so funny. You're like, I didn't know anything, but I did have a kid. <laughs> well, you do. You have to grow up real fast. Yeah, I would get these looks from, like, the ladies at the grocery store, like, oh, that's your kid? Like, oh, you're so young. I'm, cause I, oh, I look young. Fuck yourself. I know, and I, I hated it. I was like, I just felt like evil old lady eyes Karen eyes looking at me and I don't need Karen eyes in my life that's for sure Karen eyes need Jesus blinders very simple Karen eyes oh my god we gotta somehow um what is it called uh vertical integrate vertically integrate this system (laughs) we need the Karens and the Catholics they all get both have the the Jesus rugs and the Jesus blinders they all need them should be issued at birth are you going to be Catholic are your parents Catholic okay here, you'll need this in a few years. Here, blinders and your Jesus rug. <laughs> Just sweeping under the Jesus rug. Oh they, my God, like, I love that for those candles. Oh, Well, thank you, Brookie, for sharing people. that. <laughs> well, thank you, Carly. I appreciate it. I need to, all right, I need need to cool off for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking all that, all that sexy time, Brooks. Getting all sweaty Woo-hoo! over there. I'm getting a little hot and bothered. All right. Speaking of hot and bothered... <laughs> I don't know where the segue is going. Speaking of sweaty fun, what are you doing this weekend? I think I'm going to get sweaty and have some fun somewhere in particular, though. Somewhere Uh very specific. Bessie, if you're in the Chicagoland area or you want to travel to our wonderful city, we are performing a live recording of this podcast. We have been invited by the Dark Matters Podcast Festival. It's going to take place in Elgin, Illinois, February 5th, 6 p.m., Come out and see us. We spent we've been spending all week planning this. Special yes, surprises. Be good. We've got a merch table. We've got mm-hmm. a giveaway. We've got so much fun stuff. So if 
you can join us. We would love to see you there. You can get all the information and tickets at remolations.com slash support. Hey, and if you can't make it, Bestie, there's one other way you can join us. And that's by joining our Sleepover Squad. Uh, We're going to posting our live show on our Sleepover Squad. If you haven't joined the Sleepover Squad yet, you're not going to want to miss this post. So head on over again to remolations.com slash support. You can buy tickets for the fest or you can join our Sleepover Squad and see us there. All right. It's time for catnaps, which means these are listener-submitted dreams. Short, sweet questions, stories, everything. It gets tossed into catnaps. Do you mind if I get started? Please and thank you. All right. I know you're going to love this one, Brooke. I know you're just going to love this uh, movie. Right up your dark alley. (laughs) Sounds dirty. Right up it. (laughs) Right up your dark alley. Do you need a tampon there? Um... That's where you put them. <laughs> Not in the nose, in the dark alley. <laughs> this dream comes from Kat, and Kat is from Fort Lauderdale. All right. Ooh, th- thanks, Kat. I had a dream about a large, scary aquarium zoo. Oh, okay. I'll say this first. I love animals, but not all the living shit in the ocean. There are some da- dangerous, scary things out there. Um, there's some scary, dangerous things on land and air, too. You're not safe no matter where you are, sister. Nope. <laughs> she also says, I also rarely dream of water. I was in a oh. giant warehouse, but it was filled with deep water, like 40 feet. They had all kinds. Oh. It's not that deep, but 40 feet. I mean, for a pool or a warehouse, yeah, I mean- that's pretty deep. Or where we're just like walking around and you all of a sudden there's just this 40 feet of dark water. That's, you know, alarming. Yeah, sure, a little bit. The water had all kinds of water creatures. One person was close to the surface and had visited the creatures. And that to me was a, ah, no, thank you. Not getting in there. It was populated and as cramped as New York City with all the underwater life. It was also kind of dirty. The very bottom was the spookiest and even eerie as I saw a shark casually swimming there. I tried to get to another standing area, and part of the pathway was only a wobbly two-by-four board you had to walk across, and it scared me to death. Ooh, I don't like the sound of this. (laughs) That's what stood out to me the most. Somehow, towards the end of the dream, I had to get a job there. So I was like, wait, what? What if I accidentally fall off this two-by-four board? Like, if I show up to work with less sleep as usual. I'm deathly afraid. I won't be able to move from fear, and I'll pass out, sink, or I will fail, and I will never recover from the amount of panic I will experience in my new job. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, my question to you, Kat, is what was your job exactly? Is it just observing yeah, the water? Why did you have to walk? Or, did you, can you just look at it? I mean, I'll do that job. She had to throw chum in there, like... Can yeah, and is it? It seemed like people were in the water having a good time. Yeah, there's a shark and it got along like totally fine. I mean, not all sharks attack people. Friendly shark. I get it. There's a fear. There's a fear there. There's a fear there, and obviously, the scope of when it's the size of a shark at me, I to me that means it's a big fear. You know, it's like something out there is really getting at her. So. But you're right. That was right up my dark alley. The fact alley. it was so <laughs> right up your dark alley, love. Uh, but the fact that it was so crowded, like New York City, how there was just a lot of animals and a lot of 
people, I guess, just mulling around. But thank you, Kat. Although I will not, um, <laughs> I don't need to, to visit your warehouse pool. But thanks for the invite. No, I don't think I want to go to that pool either. Good. Just doesn't. There's no, something not right about it. It's too crowded. <laughs> it's t- way too crowded. It's like it's like the city pool in the in July. Uh, <laughs> you, you, don't, God. you don't want any business. You don't want any part of that. <laughs> it's too much. Well, I do have something that might cheer you up. Perfect. I'm going to read a catnap, but I'm reading my catnap, my first entry from my own dream journal. A la Mindy's guidance, I have, I'm going to read a couple things tonight from my journal. Oh, I cannot wait. I know you've been telling me, like, you've kind of had a couple little things, so I can't wait. I can't wait. So I'll read my first one. It's from January 18th. Do you want to know that? Do we? You usually say your date, don't you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just a couple weeks ago. My boyfriend was sleeping on his stomach, and I felt something moving around in the bed. I just knew it was a snake, and it took every ounce of energy not to jump or scream or react. I didn't know what type it was. I felt it slither past me and then saw it slide out from under the covers slowly onto my boyfriend's back. He was sound asleep. It's like, what do you do? I watched it coil itself up on its back, and it appeared to fall asleep. It looked like a little pyramid on his back with his little tongue flicking. Then I heard it, a soft rattle. Fuck, Mm -mm. rattlesnake. I can't move, and I'm praying he doesn't move or wake up. And then I woke up. Oh, no. (laughs) But there's a picture. You I wanted to show Mindy my first picture. First picture. First picture. And if, if you want to see this, you have to join the sleepover <laughs> squad. Yes. He's sleeping on his stomach. Got and the it. snake's yep. coiled on got, his Yep, back. I see it. Oh, and <laughs> you see the rattle? It's got a rattle. It kind of looks like me. He's like in a down dog. Your boy. Your boy yeah, he is there, kind Chad. of in a down dog. He looks kind of like in a down either, dog. Mindy. Yeah, no. Stick he's figure. In a down dog. <laughs> if you can picture. Do whatever he's into, Brooke. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he likes to do it. He likes to, you know how you do goat yoga? Yeah, he likes yeah. to do yeah, snake, snake yoga. yoga. <laughs> snake yoga. Snake yoga. I am, I'm on the fence with goat yoga, but snake yoga, I'm definitely out. Uh, out of the fence. In I am down the block from that. All, <laughs> all in. <laughs> Thank you. Well, sticking on the path of animals. Wow, this is like an animal-packed uh, episode. This is like my dream episode. <laughs> it is. Oh, your dream episode. Touche. All right. This one comes ah. from Brandy. Thanks, and Brandy's Brandy. from Chicago. She starts, I was running from this big white dog. Okay. That in my dream, it very much resembled a wolf. After running uh-huh. for what seemed like forever and not getting anywhere, I was so grateful to see someone I knew driving towards me. I thought, oh, thank oh. God. So I jumped in their car and asked them to drive me to the store. When I got to the store, I got out, and there the dog reappeared and started chasing me again. That dog's got it out for her. Man, if Uh, it followed the car to the store, what did she do? just like chomps on the bumper and is like, (laughs) he's just hanging on. His little legs are going as fast (laughs) as he can. Hopefully it was like a slow... Slow road. Probably, yeah. It's little legs yeah. keep up. It's not, like, it's not like a highway. <laughs> Poor little puppy. Yeah. But he sounds Poor evil, thing. so I don't know. 
Um, We're like, oh, poor little guy. <laughs> he's he just trying me. to bite Brandy. So oh, yeah. sorry, Brandy. When she got the, the car, the dog started chasing her again. She says, I ran for a second, and then I was like, fuck it. I'm about to turn around and kick the ish out of this dog. <laughs> Although I don't like beating animals, I like that she said kicking the ish out of the dog. <laughs> when I turned around, it was already so close that it jumped at me. Oh. So I threw my forearm into its mouth, and guess what? It ain't have no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I want that as a t-shirt. It ain't have no teeth. I was like, get your nasty ass off of me. I woke up laughing. (laughs) Could you imagine if Brandy actually just like was in that like sleep talking phase and she is laying next to her partner and she actually just sticks her forearm in her partner's mouth and then yells, get your nasty ass off me. <laughs> you ain't got no teeth. You ain't got no teeth. Well, I don't I'm know how to hear that, Brandy. I'm happy to hear that. He ain't got no teeth because <laughs> obviously you kept your arm, I hope. Yeah, now the dog's just like, instead of like biting onto the bumper, he's just like gumming it. He's like, he's Arr. gumming it. He's like an old man without his dentures. He's just gumming it. He's just gumming it on the back of the, just the little, <laughs> little feet going. That was a close call, Brandy. But thank you for sharing your dream. Yes, thank you very, very much. Okay, this is another one of mine, and I have another visual. Oh, This is weird, though, so I wanted to show it to you because you know some numbers, so maybe this will mean something to you. I don't know. Okay. And again, these aren't necessarily like the most logically written down things, so I'm just reading directly. It says, floating number 23 just seeing the number 23 floating around in the ether no other images or sounds so there was four four of them i know it's backwards but they were just floating around like randomly like that interesting weird okay yeah that is weird it's weird right just the number 23 like that means nothing to me like that Um, has no like meaning to me that i'm aware of Two, but, but you could you, you bring down to the essential number. So two plus five. Is, wait, two plus two plus two three plus is three. five. So we Uh-oh. get to five. <laughs> five can mean a positive change is coming, and so okay. it's it's a positive thing. It's like a change, but a positive change, and it can also okay. mean that it's like it's a guiding light for you. It's like uh, especially that there was a bunch of them floating around, like five, like four, 23, 23 four. whatever, four of them. Yeah. I I don't I'm not yeah. gonna do all that math because that's. That, yeah. Not really fun, but um, I don't know. I think I think it's a good sign for you. I think it's a okay. It's a movement of a uh, positive change. So that's why I think, darling. Which which might be very interesting, whether it be in your I relationship be... or your career. Mm-hmm. Which there are <laughs> there are changes in both. So wow, you know, like yes, yes. Oh, I'm glad it's good. I need some good. <laughs> Yes, you do. If something bad happens, I'm blaming you. No, I'm just kidding. I love you. Don't. I love you too. (laughs) Oh, but that was just January 21st. Oh, so that was a recent one. Wow. Yes. Okay. All right. This next one comes from Tanya. And Tanya's from Duluth, Minnesota. Ah, thanks for 
Thanks for calling, Tanya. I don't know why I was said thanks for calling. Um, long time listener, first time caller, Tanya here from Duluth. <laughs> Hi, Tanya. Let me tell you about a dream I had on? today. So my dream last night is I was building lamps. And apparently I needed mannequin oh. parts to build the lamps with. Obviously. So I told my husband I was going to Michael's to get mannequin parts. He told me I should dig in the yard because I had burned two mannequins in the yard years ago. <laughs> Why? Are they mannequins? Is it ever really a mannequin? Do you have to burn them? Why do you, why do you burn them? Well, you don't you burn, burn Ouija two? boards and you don't shouldn't burn mannequins. I think that's not I don't think that's a good sign. I mean, why can't you just bury them? They're not doing any harm or throw them in the garbage. I woke up and yelled out, oh, my God, I remember that. So I woke up my husband <laughs> from my out loud screaming, asking him about it. His response, okay, no mannequins in the yard. Go back to sleep, crazy. <laughs> I love your husband. He's like, nope. Go back to sleep, crazy. That's hilarious. Well, it's morning, and I'm still trying to figure out where the mannequins are. <laughs> I don't, don't know. Burnt. Can't help you with that one. They're, they're burnt and buried like a serial killer in your now, yard. Wait, maybe it is a sign. How old's your house here, uh, Tanya? Do we need yeah. to get like a CSI team out there? Maybe do some like yeah, ground sonar. Maybe maybe you're ground just being sonar, you're sensitive. Are you a sensitive person? Shh. Is there something Those perhaps really mannequins? Hmm? I wonder mannequins. if they did do those like ground sonars. Would a mannequin yeah. probably would look like a like a human body? Oh, absolutely! Because I think it literally a sonar just literally goes over and shows like shapes, shapes, right? It's like a it's like a sonogram, right? Like when you're pregnant, right. it just kind of shows like. So if you see a shape of a mannequin, it's gonna look like a body. Tanya, so I'd go. I'd check that out. I would Google your address, yeah. find out mm -hmm. what's happened there previously, and then let us know. Now you're I would love to hear the end out. of the story. <laughs> we like this kind of story. I, yes, <laughs> Anything I do. That can cross-reference the supernatural true crime dream genre we love. <laughs> and what kind of well, what kind of um, lamps are you building? Like, this is a femur lamp. When this is a... Is this an Ed Gein? This sounds like an Ed oh, Gein yeah. living room. Oh, yeah. You know, like... Oh, God. Like a nipple... With, like a with nipple, a nipple belt. belt. Yeah. <laughs> and skin... Skin on the lamp shades oh, and stuff. What? We figured it out. This could be darker. Is, this could be darker Was Ed Gein from think. Duluth? <laughs> um, no. He is from Wisconsin, though, so... Yeah, of course. It's Wisconsin. Yeah. Cold. You got nothing else to do. Crazy. I feel like it's Ohio and Florida are like where you hear all of the craziest crime. Shit. Uh, yeah, the all Pacific this... Northwest. You got Wisconsin. I don't know. I was pretty quiet. I don't know. Chicago. Yeah. We just well, we just get them all the time. We don't even <laughs> so like, we don't even bat an eye. At a don't even here. bat an eye. <laughs> but you don't get an Ed Gein every day of the week. So you don't. Sounds like maybe she's got an Ed Gein. Maybe she just likes the decorating style. What decorating style would that be? Human flesh? Um, modern? Modern flesh? 
modern modern flesh modern modern vulva <laughs> i i really god i really enjoy like a modern yeah, coastal but, you know, human but i think flat modern flesh is the way to go yeah because you really don't want anything to go to waste that's what i say you don't want anything to go to waste so Good repurposing Lord. it you as know, long as it's like an old barn not real human parts please <laughs> Like an old barn you use a barn to door decorate. Sliding. <laughs> barn doors. You're just using some body parts to zhuzh up your place a little bit. Zhuzh it's a nice, up. easy way to zhuzh it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brooke Darling, do you have another one? <laughs> I do. This is another... A little bit of a shorter one again. I am loving but... this episode that they're all like little <laughs> dreams that you've had since you had your dream journal. I'm so proud of you. I'm I'm proud too. And look I'm how so cute proud. it is. And these are like raised. Pink. Like cute. Pink flowers. It. You better bring it when you come here this weekend. Ooh, oh, when will. we have our sleepover, we can we can um just put our dream journals next to our pillows. And then we're going to stay up and, and watch movies. Like, and we can wake up in the middle of the night. We can wake up in the little night and write, and then maybe I'll just write little love notes in yours, and you can write little love notes in mine. Yes, and, and then like so when we get fun. to that page, we'll be like, oh. <laughs> this one doesn't have a picture. Sorry, sorry. But it was only a few days later, the twenty fifth. Okay. At, okay, so at a zoo, zebra escapes and starts biting people. Okay, this is weird. This is the second biting dream, and we did not know and this a lot was going to happen. No. Oh, a- animals and biting. So, and a zebra, like you don't, you don't hear. I wouldn't think they'd be naturally aggressive, it. little animals. No, but then <laughs> Ghostface from Scream movies no. shows it up. Along there, no, no, but gets up on that zebra, what? and they ride away. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> this seems like a total you dream. I love it. It, Brooke, I am so Again, happy. Makes. No sense, but this is the brain of Brooke Brooke's as it's two happening. Love. Horror movies and animals all meld together in her sleepy. Recipe. I know, but it's weird. It's what? like some random animal and some random horror movie. I mean, not random, but like if I had to pick, I would never pick Scream and a zebra combination. But that's what no. came out in my brain. Well, I mean, they were both black and white, so I get the black and connection white. there. Yes, yep. there you go. Yes. Yep. I don't know why Ghostface is interested. I don't know how the zebra got out. Maybe they've got this elaborate plan going on behind the scenes. Who knows? Who knows? Mindy, I am loving my dream journal. I cannot thank you enough. I mean, I should have been doing it for years. I tell you. We also have something very exciting happening. We finally have merchandise yes, we guys we're so excited it's only we been like a year in the in the making but we finally have merch we have great merch and one of the items is a dream journal that yes, you can purchase is. so just saying i think everyone i'm loving it so i think everyone should give it a try we also have t-shirts and stickers we've got your favorite things we've got our then I woke up logos. We've got our sweet dreams, bitches. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to want to check out everything. And you just have to go to revelations.com slash store. And you'll be able to see all the cool stuff we have now. Yay. It's so exciting. I know. I'm so excited. So it feels so good to it finally get that store up. Yeah, I know. It feels really, really, like we're really a podcast. And we've been working on like the, oh, you know, the gosh. designs and stuff. Yes. We've been 
really going back and forth. We've so been, put some... We were Virgos. We had to make sure they were perfect. <laughs> we that's, that's really what it came down to. It took this long it because really... we're Virgos, and we want to give you guys <laughs> the best damn designs. Thanks to all of our besties who suggested you know, what to have on t-shirts. We took all that into consideration and we made some really cool merch. So go check it out. And send us a picture. Send us a selfie. Yeah, we want to see you in the t-shirt or with the sticker or with your dream journal. Oh, and stay Mm. tuned. More's coming. All right. Woo, fun. All right, Brooke, I've got a fun topic today. And so how these topics work when we (laughs) we go back and forth to decide what to talk about on the show This one literally came to me today as I'm driving, and I thought of this book. And so let me explain this book a little bit to you. And I don't know this stuff ahead of time, peeps. No. She's always surprising me with this stuff. No, we like to keep each other in the dark with our topics, our dreams, because that's what's fun about it, right? Yeah, it is. So on June 14th, 2011, (laughs) there was a 32-page book hardcover book published by an author named Adam Mansvok. Mm-hmm. Before it was even released, it was so popular virally that it hit Amazon's bestseller list at number one a month before it was released. What? what? Thanks to the okay, clever viral that's... marketing. And it's described as a children's book for adults. Okay, I like Am I supposed to be guessing what this book is? Do you have a a clue? clue. Okay. The name of the book is Go the Fuck to Sleep. Have you heard of this book before? I gave this book as a gift last Christmas to my cousin who just had a baby. Perfect. And she loved it. So, yes, I have. I I didn't. I've never read it, though. Okay. Well, we have some fun coming. This is, I think, what every parent, if you're a parent... Of a about a two to three year old, this is this is your life for a couple years. Yes, and it was a satire. So it was <laughs> written by American author Adam Mansvok, and he had a three year old daughter named Vivian. And so when he she was about three years old, she would take up to like four hours to fall asleep. So many parents oh, like, understand mm. this drama it's like the i need a glass of water and i need a story i need another tuck mm-hmm. in i have to go potty like this encompassed many this. many years of my life <laughs> times four you've lived this so one night he posted on facebook and here this is what he posted look out for my forthcoming children's book go the fuck to sleep <laughs> just as a joke yeah little did he know uh, Little did he know. So all of his friends following him responded so enthusiastically to this post that he began actually thinking about it and writing said hypothetical book. Um, So he enlisted one of his friends to beautifully illustrate this book. His name was Ricardo Cortez. And according to Wikipedia, this writing style is is of a classic children's bedtime story, but with swearings. I love it. I think I should read this to you, actually. When you were having your insomniatic bout, I should have brought you this book. I should have. Yeah. I'm sorry um, for not being there. We we should get it because it. I still might need it. So it's a children's book that includes adult language as commentary on the tricks used by Adam's daughter to avoid having to go to bed. 
This book was originally scheduled to be released October of 2011. However, by the end of April, the book had hit number two on Amazon's bestseller list. <laughs> and by May 12th, the book was number one. Before oh it was God. even released. Months! Wow. In the meantime, the publishing date was moved up to June, and the publisher increased its first printing to 150,000 copies. Now, if you've never seen this book before, it's a hardcover children's book. It's illustrated yep. as if it's a children's book. It looks like you would find it just in your Barnes & Noble in the kids' section. But it sure does. the title on the cover has the letters <laughs> UC in the word fuck hidden by a full moon. So it's, <laughs> it is a little bit better. But if you, like, Google it, it's, yeah. you know, go the fuck to sleep. But it's got a little moon over the CK. You know, go the fuck to sleep. It's got a moon, you guys. It's fine. It's bedtime. I'd read this to a child start to finish without editing. <laughs> I really would. You got to learn sometime, right, people? It's because you don't have kids. That's true. You gotta Because my kid's going to go to daycare the next day and be like, fuck, fuck, fuck that would you, be your fuck kid. this, fuck that. That would be my so kid. this book was <laughs> translated to many other languages because of its popularity. And actually, the audiobook company Audible published an audiobook version of Go to the Fuck to Sleep. And do you know who narrated that um, version? Who? Samuel L. Jackson. That's tits. That's amazing. You talk about that. Hashtag, what is Samuel L. Jackson dream? Hell yeah! I want to know. I want to know. Sexy Sammy. cap. Sammy baby. Yes. Sammy baby yeah. with your little hat. Let us know. Yes. I mean, and his little like round glasses. He's the cutest little thing. He looks tell good. us. He does. Like, how old is How old is Sammy? I have no idea. Let me ask Siri. Let's throw guesses out there first. Okay. I'm guessing like 67. I was going to say 60-something. Um, let's say 65. Okay. okay. Let's see Ready? who's closest. Closest wins. Um, buys the first round of drinks at the live show. Absolutely. Okay. How old is Samuel L. Jackson? Samuel L. Jackson is 74 years old. Whoa. <laughs> Did you hear that? 74? Seven. He's a good yes. 70. Wow. That's like that's my parents' age. Wow, that's my parents' age. That's crazy. He could be my dad. I need to look that into this cool. a little further. I yeah, need to take maybe, some notes. Maybe he I think is Samuel your dad. L. Jackson might be. I mean, my dad's the best, but. You might have to take a DNA test. It might be true. Because you are Samuel L. Jackson the palest blonde dad. person I ever met. Yes. <laughs> but, damn, if I if I could only know what Samuel L. Jackson dreams, I would. But Sam, it, the, let us know. His, Sammy, baby, let us know in your baby. voice. Your voice. His I could fall asleep like to that man's butter. voice every goddamn day of my life. Couldn't you? Please, oh. I should get the. I should get the audiobook. I you know really should. It might help. Like, I should get that. Yeah, might help. So not only did Samuel L. Jackson narrate it, but a Spanish version of the audiobook was narrated by George Lopez, and that was released in 2011. Do you know who Lavar Burton is? I do. I do. He was in Reading Rainbow and yes. Star Trek. Yes. <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. I love Reading, Reading Rainbow. He read it as a live stream for a charity event in 2014. Oh, I bet he sounded good, too. Oh, yeah. 
Come on. He's got a good on the voice. reading rainbow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and <laughs> hop on. I'm hopping on that reading rainbow with LeVar and Samuel. And uh, <laughs> George can come with too. We're going to ride that rainbow. Everyone's invited. To the horizon. <laughs> to the horizon. You are kidding This is going to be something else. <laughs> also, actor Jennifer Garner read the oh. book for a Vanity Fair, which became popular on YouTube in 2016. So, okay. It, it's kind of a popular thing. It's kind um, of a thing. It's kind of a it's big kind deal. Of a thing. But as a follow-up, Adam also wrote a family-friendly version of the book called Seriously, Just Go to Sleep. Uh, it replaced <laughs> the word fuck with some more G-rated terms and I don't want words. that book, but kids, parents and kids can take his second book. I'll take the first one. <laughs> but Adam's writing didn't end there. In 2014, he wrote a sequel called You Have to Fucking Eat. <laughs> Which, like, are, agreed. These are things that parents just have in their head and every just day saying of it their lives. Out, he is just <laughs> saying it in books. He's just being real honest about things. You're like, you yes, I love it. And eat, <laughs> just go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> as well as a third book called "Fuck." Now there's two of you. In 2018, <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> I like this guy. So we got the trilogy. Go the fuck to sleep. You have to fucking eat. And fuck, now there's two of you. You could get them as a box set. It's on Amazon for about $30. Oh. So if you oh, are looking for that bad. perfect gift for new parents, highly suggest it. Well, my cousin really liked it. So I'm excited. Perfect gift. Now I have one more fun thing for our besties. And I sent you a link so we can read this together to our besties to fall asleep tonight. Um... I'll read the title and the author, and then you re start reading the first page. Does that work? Okay, okay good, because I am not going ahead, because I don't even... Okay, neither. I have never read this yet, so... <laughs> okay. All right, bestie. This is the world premiere of Revelations. Your besties, Mindy and Brooke, reading Go the Fuck to Sleep. Written by Adam Mansbach, illustrated by Ricardo Cortez. The cats nestle close to their kittens now. The lambs have laid down with the sheep. You're cozy and warm in your bed, my dear. Please go the fuck to sleep. The windows are dark in the town, child. The whales huddle down in the deep. I'll read you one very last book. If you swear, you'll go the fuck to sleep. The eagles who soar through the sky are at rest. And the creatures who crawl run and creep. I know you're not thirsty, that's bullshit. Stop lying. Lie the fuck down, my darling, and sleep. The wind whispers soft through the grass, hun. The field mice, they make not a peep. It's been 38 minutes already. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Go to sleep. All the kids from daycare are in dreamland. The froggy has made his last leap. Hell no, you can't go to the bathroom. You know where you can go, the fuck to sleep. The owls fly forth from the treetops. Through the air they soar and they sweep. Hot crimson rage fills my heart, love. For real, shut the fuck up and sleep. 
Cubs and the lions are snoring, wrapped in a big snuggly heap. How is it you can do all this other great shit, but you can't lie the fuck down to sleep? The seeds slumber beneath the earth now, and the crops that the farmers will reap. No more questions. This interview's over. I've got two words for you, kid. Fucking sleep. The tiger reclines in the simmering jungle. The sparrow has silenced her cheap. Fuck your stuffed bear. I'm not getting you shit. Close your eyes. Cut the crap. Sleep. The flowers doze low in the meadows and high on the mountains so steep. My life is a failure. I'm a shitty-ass parent. Stop fucking with me, please, and sleep. The giant pangolins of Madagascar are snoozing as I lie here and openly weep. Sure, fine, whatever, I'll bring you some milk. Who the fuck cares? You're not gonna sleep. This room is all I can remember. The furniture's crappy and cheap. You win, you escape, you run down the hall as I nod the fuck off and sleep. Bleary and dazed I awaken to find your eyes shut so I keep my fingers crossed tight as I tiptoe away and pray that you're fucking asleep. We're finally watching our movie. Popcorns in the microwave beep. Oh shit, god damn it. You've got to be kidding. Come on, go the fuck back to sleep. The end. <laughs> that was a great book. And that was your dramatic reading of Go the Fuck to Sleep. And it took every ounce of <laughs> our being to not lose it during that reading. We will make sure to put our live video of us reading on the Sleepover Squad for you besties. So check it out. Yes, yes. And then you can listen to it every night. And you fall should. Oh into my a God. Beautiful sleep. Love it. I love it. I'm going to have to use that. I think I'll have to use our own recording to I think you make might. myself fall asleep. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. And now I have two gifts now for my nieces. I know what to get them when their babies are yes. born. Got You're it. Good. I'm going to buy the box set. I'm going to buy the box set. <laughs> yeah, buy the box set. That's three love books. It. You're yeah. good to go. That's <laughs> starting off their library, their little child library, very early. And they need to know yes. the truth about things. <laughs> I like to give the giving tree, but if I can't, I always go to <laughs> Shel Silverstein, go the fuck to sleep. Dr. Seuss, you know, go the fuck to sleep. All good. All, like all classics in my yeah. book. All classics now. Bernstein Bears. Just I like mean, everybody oh. poops. Everybody poops. <laughs> that, everyone does poop. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I mean, I remember like it sleeping was... at in, in high school at your house in your bedroom in the loft and like the, the bunk beds, I guess it was. Um, your parents never needed to read that to us. I mean, it didn't exist in no, 1995, we, we, but we were also teenagers. So I mean, I think I would appreciate it much more as a teenager than I did probably as a child, but not as much as I do as a parent. I actually have, it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually have some news about that particular bedroom Oh really? That uh, cute. Little I know. I'm. A, I have. I have some mixed feelings about this. So What's my parents that? go to Arizona 
for about two months each winter. They rent a house down there. The little snowbirds of them. The cute little, little retired snowbirds. Snow Good for them. Love it. Yes, absolutely. I'm doing that same shit when I get old. Sign me up. I'm ready. Get me now. out of the fucking Midwest. <laughs> I mean, we have wind chill advisories of like minus 25. Oh, let's let's check the you temperature. Know, when I started recording, it was zero. Let's see what it is now. I'm going to give an update. Beep, 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 yeah. beep, 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 beep. Weather report is still zero. So it's still cold. <laughs> it's still zero. It still say zero. though feels like, feels, feels like. like negative seven. So. Oh, see. Eat that. That's where we are right now. Well, <laughs> that's why they, that's why they go to Arizona every year. <laughs> But my dad was like, you know, if you have free time, here's some stuff if you can help around the house. Because I help around the house more and more because Oh, right. Because you got to keep it up while they're gone. Much. makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, he can't get in and out of the attic anymore because it requires like a ladder. And like, it's just a small opening in the garage ceiling. So I'm like more than happy to help. But he's like, I need you to prep the middle room. We're going to paint it. I'm like, middle room? What do you mean middle room? I'm like, my room? Oh, <laughs> I mean, even though, yeah. So, Brooke, you're 42 years old, and now you're upset. Your parents want to—is it the same color as when, like, you're in high school? Yes, and this is like nice. the days where you'd have one wall of wallpaper. And this was circa what uh, year? Ninety-four, three. Yeah, ninety-three. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So, got the one wallpaper. wall of wallpaper that had beautiful at the time i thought it was the coolest it's like a cranberry <laughs> yes. kind of a navy and kind of a green color yes. and my blinds yes. even matched and then it had, that. i did one wall in the cranberry one in the blue and one in the green the carpet oh, was kind of greenish wow. blue and it had the board like i did the whole thing so it's like that was like my that's jam. like a kid's that was, dream. and that's where and that's what where we Yes. Grew up together. We did our seances. That was our we did room. our Ouija boards. Our s- we've done everything. I mean, plenty of, I know plenty of it's just painting it, but like he's like, can you prep it? And if you have time, you it's know, been pick that out a way color. since 1994. Wow. Mm-hmm. Even my swatch phone kind of matched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so jealous of that. I was so jealous of that. That phone was awesome. That was a big day when I got that. That was like a big gift. That is like, huge. Gift. Huge. That was a yeah. like big day. <laughs> so I understand the the heartache you're feeling here, Brooke. But I also <laughs> understand that room is like going on 30 years Maybe old. That room might be a little dated. It Just might. Saying. I mean, it might come back in fashion. I mean, you know how things kind of recycle. You could be okay. <sighs> But I, I I don't blame your parents. I don't blame them either, but I just thought I'd share it because we spent so much of our youth in that oh room. Gosh. Can you take a picture of this room so we can post it on Instagram yes. for and yes. our socials and our see, Facebook group? They need to see every wall to understand the coordination and the colors that went into oh, this. It was meticulously planned by a 14-year-old. I mean, I looked, I was a teenager looking through wallpaper books. Like I was designing <laughs> yeah. a whole house. Like my mom was no internet wallpaper yet. books for me. And I'd be like, this one, cranberry. This is it. Oh, this, this one. one. Oh, and the border. The border. The border. Oh, yes. <laughs> and when this project is finished somewhere down the road, I will send you the after pictures as well. 
I, I think next time I'm in Dubuque, if they if they hold off, I mean, because they're not going to be back for a couple months. Maybe right. I can get in that room. Maybe we can do like one more picture, one more seance, one more Ouija board session yes. in that room before it's painted. Yes. Yes. And then, have closure. then it will feel like it will feel like closure. Absolutely. We'll, I think that's it. We'll I think both that's what feel better about it, Mindy. I promise. I- We'll I feel fine, but I, I can tell. I can tell you're a little. Yeah, I know you feel fine, but like, <laughs> I get it. I felt the same way when my parents sold like my house I grew up in, so I get it. Yeah, it's right. Fine. That yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I mean my my original room. I don't know why they're making me do this to the middle room, as we call it, the one I moved into, because uh-huh. my original room. I also got to, this is an age of wallpaper, people. You have to understand wallpaper was used. <laughs> it's coming back. It's coming one back to Silebrook. Watch There's out. like one wall. Just keep it up. There's always one wall, one wall of wallpaper, <laughs> and then like you, the three painted walls or whatever, and then a border. Incredible. So my original room has kitten wallpaper. Of course it would. <laughs> they never, they never made me take that down. <laughs> oh my God. So <laughs> yes, we're posting these pictures. Beautiful circa. 80s 90s home on mm-hmm. the socials oh we're gonna post in our facebook group if you're not a part of our facebook group yet you want to make sure you join that and you can do that oh yeah. by going to the show notes there's a link there or searching in facebook for Remolations besties and that's where you're gonna see all these new <laughs> these amazing photos please i cannot wait we- to share this <laughs> Brooke, please. You have to. You have to give me this picture. Go over there. We have to make a trip over there and take some pictures tomorrow. Yes, we got to get this posted immediately. They have to see. It'll bring back. It'll just be a flood of memories. Once you see the pictures, you'll remember the different colors. Oh, I I know it. I do recall. (laughs) So here's a really crazy, funny, awkward story that happened this week. (laughs) I was working all day doing a bunch of shit so I didn't have time to eat lunch so I made the mistake of going like to McDonald's yeah it happens I'm to not, everyone I'm not proud okay. <laughs> exactly something <laughs> I just want like a cheeseburger and a small fry I no, nothing too special like something to put in your just, stomach I just need I need something you know how I drive far to get the kids from school and it was yeah you know, it was gonna be two hours before fast I home. and it's cheap it's fast it's cheap so I go through the drive-thru order my sandwich and my fries and a drink and I get to the window and the guy's like seven dollars and I'm like okay cool I hand him a twenty dollar bill yes I'm one of those weird people that still carry cash that uses cash (laughs) sometimes so I hand him a twenty dollar bill yeah this guy's maybe like young 20s 20 he's never seen cash in his life (laughs) he's never seen cash so he's like okay I wait a second he Opens the window, the little slidey window, hands me my change. <laughs> it is like a $10 bill and two ones and some coins. Okay. Okay. Now, we talked about That's how cold funny. it is here in, in like the Chicago right. Midwest area. It is not only cold, but extremely windy. So as he hands me my, my, my whole stack of money, he lets go before I make contact with said no. money. And in 0.5 seconds, a $10 bill and two ones go flying down the drive-thru. No! That's not chump change, at least in my book. I'll take $12 right? any day of the week. So I'm looking at my I'm looking at my empty hand and I look <laughs> at the drive-thru guy. And they look at my empty hand. And I look <laughs> down 
the drive through <laughs> and I see it quickly flying away at like mock speed. Right, it's windy. It's windy. It is now one block away from the drive up window. It is now in Dubuque, Iowa. It is now two Wisconsin. hours away. And, and now there's like three cars behind me as well. And I, I look at um, you like, are you going to give me my $12 back? And there's a bit of a stare off for a moment here. <laughs> and he's like, wow. Well, can you, can you get it? And I, um, no, it's in a different state, sir. <laughs> I'm like, it's across the street. <laughs> he's like, I can't see it. And he like leans out the window and he like proceeds to try to track this $12. Like, okay, it, his if life you want depends to go try it. to get it, sir, go ahead across the street and go get it for me then. So I look at him and I'm like, it's across the street. And I just sit there because I'm like, this ain't my fault. You did not have secure contact of the handoff. You not? I mean, he's used to probably just giving a card and a receipt back. That's got a whole different I weight room than for a loop. Money. I know. I know. I use, I use cash. I'm not a boomer. Gen X. Gen. What are we? Gen millennial X millennials. The X Y millennials. We are like on the cusp. We are a cusper. I'm calling it a cusper. Micro Xers Gen or something? Because I, I, I don't know. Like we're in a couple different subsets. We're kind we're of Gen 1980. X, but we're also mil- millennial, but we're also in that yeah. Star Wars subset. There's like know. lots of just different pockets. We we are but, our own thing. But we're staring at each other at this point. I'm just, I'm waiting. Because I'm like, what do you, what do you I'm you not do? driving away without that 12 bucks. I'm first no. of all, I'm not getting out of my car in a drive-through with multiple cars behind me to chase no. dollars that are flying at fifty mile an hour speeds down the street. You're not gonna get them; they're gone. I'm not, I'm not catching up. That's for sure. And so I look back at him, <laughs> and he goes, "I'll be right back." And he slowly closes the drive-through window. And so I oh wait. Oh my god. The cars in front of me all get their food. They moved on. Like, window two is empty. And I'm just sitting there waiting. I'm like, you know those cars behind you are like, this what the fucking fuck? bitch. What, what, what is she, she doing? What does she order? What did she like, is, order? Is this dude, like, going out to chase down these dollars? Because I'm sure the hell not. And right. I'm waiting. I'm like, I'm fine if he is, but let 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 me know what's happening. I'm not moving to w- window two until I get a resolution with window one. That's, that's for damn sure. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you in this moment because this is not like you. It is not I'm like so me. I'm very not confrontational, but I was also like, that's twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Okay, I, if it's a dollar I'd be bill, the same way. Dollar bill. I'm driving Five. on. I don't care. Twelve. Twelve. I got. I've got no. issues. Double digits. I've got no. issues. A nine up to nine dollars, I might be okay. What's it? I would not be okay. I would maybe, digits. I would maybe get maybe. I don't think two. I'd be okay with nine. If I just, I got don't paid. think I'd be okay with nine dollars either. I'd be like, uh, uh, "Where's my fucking nine dollars?" And I think he even dropped the coins on the ground too. I think everything was not a, a direct <laughs> handoff. So I've got, the money I've got was zero dollars now. You, he couldn't even manage to get it in the like 
the McDonald House donation. <laughs> I'd be fine with like, that. I'd be completely like, fine, fine if it's donating that. Fine. I just fine. don't want it floating around <laughs> in the air. So after about three, oh, four God. very long minutes of waiting. That's a long time to it just seemed sit like, there and It wait. seemed like that long, at least. The, the window cracks open again, and it's a new person. It is a, a man maybe 25 or 26. The manager. Oh, so an older gentleman. <laughs> the manager. And he goes, and, he, and this is the part that pissed me off. He goes, ma'am. First of all, he called me ma'am. Nope. I'm already upset. <laughs> I'm already mad. I'm already he goes, ma'am. I'm already upset. Ma'am, we can't actually do this because the money was in your hand but i'm gonna go no. ahead and give you that 12 dollars back and i look oh, at really him and i nod and i say wow thank you so much <laughs> because what? in my mind i'm like so so my question is did that first guy really tell him i had it in my hand and let go because you did not. Because well, I did not. It was like, not a clean hand. It was hand a fumble. Like, Look, let's just throw it up in the air. Why not? I love throwing money away. I just want to see if it blows back in my window. It's fun. <laughs> I love rolling around in money in my car. Love my $12. Okay, thanks. And I drove along to window two. But got my sandwich. What is the point in even saying that? That is like such right. a snarky it's McDonald's. It's like we can't do you, this because it you left can't. Your hand, you but can't I'm do it for you. How about you say, "Thanks, bud." Um, so sorry this happened to you. We're happy to take care of this for you. Thank you. No, he please, blamed me. Please come again for a shitty handoff. No, he's like, um, you let go of it. It's your fault. But we're Pretty still much. gonna like be the co- no. Go fuck yourself. And I have a book for you. <laughs> To read. <laughs> it's called Go Fuck Yourself, McDonald's. <laughs> no, just kidding. McDonald's, if you want to sponsor us, we love you. <laughs> and thank you for my $12. But it was like one of those like slow motion things where if I was like a, a film director, it's like camera on me looking at the camera yeah. on the employee, looking down the drive through, looking at each other. <laughs> And then just like a standoff. This is intense. This is a like lot it should have had like Western music. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want you like tip your hat. It's just a lot of yes. eyes. Close up of it's eyes. Up very close up the eyes. <laughs> and the money like slow motion flows <laughs> right past two cars. <laughs> I'm directing this in my brain right now. I'm like, okay, I'm seeing it. I, <laughs> and then you cut to the people to in the car whose money is just flying through the air past their car. Are probably like, like what? what? <laughs> and then I'm like, it's one of those money machines. Everyone behind you jumps out and starts like, grabbing at the money flying through. And then at the end, like at the that. very, very end scene, Brooke. Someone who's yes. in need of that $12 picks it up, buys himself a hot cheeseburger. I hope so. I, re- I really hope that's hey. where that $12 went. $12 Thanks, went McDonald's. somewhere and it's going to be used for something. And that's all we can say. 
It went somewhere and will be used for something. <laughs> well, that was, that was my day. <laughs> well, yours was a lot more interesting. I loved your story, though, too. <laughs> you know what? You have some great drive through stories, I feel like. Didn't you have some a dream, too? Didn't you have a dream once about a drive through Probably. I have so many I can't remember. <laughs> You're like, probably. Although I am, I'm in a lull. I need a new journal. I haven't got one yet. So I'm going to have to order are, one from our new merch lull. store. Get our merch. Merchy, merchy, merch. We'll make a song for you. I boo, don't boo, know boo, rhymes boo. with merch. Boo. Love you. Love you. Boo. Yes. That's it. Mindy writes the song. She's the songwriter. <laughs> That's true. I always have been the songwriter of our relationship. You will do the choreography and I do the songwriting. It's a perfect blend. It's a good um, team. It's a good team. <laughs> All right, bestie. If you laughed just a little bit or smiled just like the crick of your crick of your mouth just came up just a smidge, we want you to do us one little tiny itty bitty favor. <laughs> And that's to tell your best friend about the podcast. Actually, yeah. if you look at your player, your app right now, there's a little thing that looks like a, a V, like a less than sign. And you hit that, it says share. And what you can do is just click that and text your favorite pregnant friend. You can text your favorite gumless dog owner or... Your favorite McDonald's employee about the podcast, because that's how we grow. <laughs> that's how we continue coming back to you each and every week with these amazing stories, these amazing dreams, and we would love you for it. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who submitted dreams and catnaps. Thank you so much, Carly. Your dream was a lot to ponder. Thank you for submitting that. And also, again, to everyone who submitted catnaps, keep them coming. They're always good, and we always want more. We always want to read more from you. All right, bestie. You might want to rewind this podcast about, I don't know, 20 minutes and, and put on that go the fuck to sleep, because that's what time it is now. You may be feeling sleepy. You may want one more glass of milk. But you know what? Go the fuck to sleep, bestie. Go the fuck to sleep. And until next week, sweet, sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches. <laughs> Talk, Mike. <laughs>